Welcome to season three and the mindful musings of two spiritual mamas. We are Alicia and Shelby, soul sisters of the universe. Friends, for the past 22 years, we've been navigating life together. We're here to share our experiences with you. We hope to inspire those who are ready to shift their soul path into alignment with their divine purpose. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome to episode six, season three of Two Spiritual Mamas. I'm Shelby. And I'm Alicia. And today we are expanding on one of our recently published episodes, Follow Yourself Home. Since that was recorded in the spring, uh, both Alicia and I have gone through some great transformative moments and discovered quite a few new insights about ourselves. So we wanted to expand on the definition of self-care and the fact that you actually have a relationship to tend to around self-care, and that relationship is with yourself. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Ha, 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 yay. So even just the fact that we have a relationship with ourselves is new to me. Yes, we want to jump in and really explain on a deeper level this relationship to self because it was an epiphany for Shelby recently. And (laughs) this like, oh, wait a second, I give so much to others and we want to redefine this self-care. You know, it's very common self-love, self-care in the world right now. People talk about it, but What is it, Shelby, that was the thing that really got you to understand that your relationship to yourself needs to be as much a priority as the way that you think of your relationship to your beloved, the relationship to your children, their closest relationships? Like you didn't always have yourself at the top of that list. And a lot of us as mothers don't, as parents. So how is it that we can see ourselves in a new light? Oh, what a good question. Um, well, personally, and like we shared, um, we had some big epiphanies this summer. And for me, I was, I how do I say this? I was unveiled um, that most of my life I have had a quest to please others, to, to gain the approval of others. And so my priority has always been my relationship to others. And that's worked and it's brought me a lot of success. It's brought me a lot of accolades. It's brought me a lot of amazing children. Like it's brought me quite a bit. Um, but it hasn't brought me a positive mindset in regards to myself because I haven't been feeding my relationship with me and saying, where are you important, Shelby? And and some people that know me might be like, what are you talking about? Like you, you have a beautiful home and you buy yourself things and like, I'm getting there. But at that deep, deep level, Alicia, I recognize that I was not tending to myself from a, in a wholeness, like in a real authentic core value way. And so this is why I wanted to do this episode and say that core value way that is that deeply intimate perspective that you have about loving yourself and what you deserve. And we'd love to go through the different ways, body, mind, and soul, all those layers and how you can bring that back to wholeness. 
First, I just wanted to make sure we're kind of defining what this means to us. And we've all heard of body, mind, and soul. You know, we've heard these catchphrases for the the last couple of decades. And um, I just wanted to take a minute with you, Alicia, to kind of define, like, what is body health in terms of your relationship with your body? You know, what are things that you have to pay attention to? Obviously, what you eat, you know, your sleeping patterns, um, how often you sleep, how you get to sleep, how long you stay asleep. Do you stay asleep? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone out there is like, "Uh aha. And then also just tenderness to your body. Are you getting massages? Are you going to the chiropractor? Are you going to the doctors to get some feedback and advice? You know, I just went to the doctor yesterday and I was like, wow, it's so nice to see you just once a year. But to have this reflection and she like, she's a great naturopath and she's like, well, what about this? And what about this? I'm like, you're remembering. Of course, she's looking at her notes, but she's tender and and heart centered. And it was really one of the best doctor visits of my life, you know, because I felt like I can reflect with this woman from last year and see how far I've come and how not far I've come. Yes, that's how my relationship is with my naturopath too. It's great to catch up and get that reflection. And and there's things that we forget. So we're we're yeah. here as a reminder. You all might know a lot of this and just be like, oh, they're saying the same things again, but we're going to say it in a different way or we're just going to remind yeah. you that, hey, <laughs> sleep is important. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. So for body, I think that that's kind of the general character, wouldn't you say? The general category. It's, it's a very physical thing, but it's also the way we relate to our body and love it on a on a personal level of actually knowing that we deserve care. Yeah. And wanting, and I do, especially in my women's circles, a self connection with my body, with our bodies in circle where we do what I call a goddess rinse. You're just (laughs) giving yourself self, self touch. Like you would um, pet a cat or, um, you know, hug someone and like rub their back, like rub yourself, give yourself a little like pat on the back and stroking across your heart. And these are the ways that I tend to my body. And when I remember to do that and oil my legs or whatever, like those are my physical body self-care things, a bath. (laughs) Can we pause this so I can go do all those things? I'll be (laughs) (laughs) You can do it right now. Hand massage. And, and I did forget, like, exercise is one of those things. But I think what you're talking about, Alicia, is a different but as important. Like, you can go out and take a run or go to a dance class or um, go rock climbing or whatever you do for exercise. But there's that physical tenderness that your physical body needs and that massage and that um, self-love, knowing that you're not waiting for somebody else to do it for you. Yes, that is the key I think we're trying to get to. And we didn't say it at the beginning, but this relationship with self being a relationship, just like you would have with someone else. If you're going to give someone else a shoulder rub, why wouldn't you give yourself a shoulder rub? Yes. Thank you. That's exactly what this whole episode is about. Um, (laughs) Not the shoulder rubs, but, but knowing that you have a place in your life that is more important you know, or let's just say equally as important as the relationship you have with your partner or your children 
or anyone that you put in the important category, you are right there. And there should be no guilt or shame about um, taking a bath or, you know, going to the chiropractor and spending the money because that's the investment that I'm sure you get your car's oils changed or you wash your car or you put um, invest into your home. So, so we're just trying to encourage and also hear ourselves so we can do it for ourselves too. <laughs> to keep saying these things are very valid and necessary. So keep moving here. We have the, um, the mind and how do we nourish our minds? So we have it, our body, we have our mind and we have our soul. So Alicia, how do you nourish your mind? For me, it is, I think of it as so active. My mind is so active. So I want to learn. I'm curious. I want to read. I want to listen to podcasts. I want to watch YouTube videos and astrology videos and all these things that like really stimulate my mind for learning and for um, connecting. But one of the things you said when we were starting to take notes, and I wanted you <laughs> to start with this one, is... Um, quiet quiet space, space. <laughs> quiet space. Like your mind actually needs quiet. And the first thing I was going to say was meditation. That is the first thing Ugh. to clear my mind. And, and I just to be honest, that word is like a trigger word for me because I have such a hard time with it that I, I hear meditation and I hear failure in my body because I'm like, I can't do it. Some people don't just sit and close their eyes and meditate. Yeah. I know you dancing is a meditation. Walking yeah. is a meditation. Dishes can be the meditation. It's, it is a word that really just means quieting the mind. And when you say like getting yourself some mental quiet space, how do you go get that? You know, I thought of it last night, Leisha. I was in the shower and I'm like, I could do it in the shower. The hot exactly. water is tending to me. And then I, and I really love what happens to my mind in the shower. I allow things to ramble through and a lot of it is rambling, but then, the, then some ideas start happening. And then all that intellectual stimulation, all those podcasts and all that um, stimulation I had with other people or conversations or books or movies starts to like create these organized, beautiful, creative thoughts that are mine. And it puts it together in my way. And I'm like, oh, that's so nice. Oh, that connection is great. Oh, and but I wouldn't have that if I didn't have the quiet space. So sorry. That's like was- reflecting, reflecting on your day. I'll do that when I lay down in bed. I'll someone gave me this tip at some point to replay your day from the moment you lay down backwards. See how much you can remember all the way to the moment you woke up. Usually I'm asleep <laughs> by the time I get to the morning. But if I reflect and like, oh, yeah, that happened. And it is an integration. And I think that mental integration of all the stimulation Mm -hmm. in the bath or the shower is totally where I do it, too. Yeah. It's a great place to think of that. That's a lot, a lot of stuff in one day. Sometimes I'm like, I think I just lived a week in one day. (laughs) I don't know. I would be up for like an hour trying to go backwards. (laughs) Anyway, it's a wonderful suggestion. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So um, I want to lean in. I just wanted to kind of categorize this and like soul. What do do we do to tend to our souls? What do we do? What do I do to tend to my soul? I think the biggest thing I do, and everybody knows this, if you listen, is I pray. Yeah. It's like communicating with the spirit realm and recognizing what I really love doing. And pardon me if I've said this too many times, but 
Like I pray to other people's higher selves. You know, if I'm having a hard time in a relationship with somebody, I'll be like, all right, can my higher self go have coffee with their higher self and start giggling and be like, yeah, we're doing a good job. And, and just like, I pray to those relationships and I pray to the greater expansive universe that's like orchestrating all of these hilarious moments for us so we can learn and (laughs) have get progress and probably frustrate us a lot. But I just, I, I do, I pray and I recognize that, that, um, those relationships exist. And I know you said earlier when we were chatting, Alicia, is that part of your own relationship with yourself? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That that soul spirit within, and that's, you know, a belief, it's a spiritual belief that we share and our listeners may or may not share, but I believe God, goddess spirit is within all of us and all living things and all things have energy and they're all connected to spirit. So even inanimate objects have that and you can be grateful for the energy that your roof has of your house and be, you know, praying to the, uh, a lot of my prayer is gratitude Mm -hmm. and yeah, trying to connect to that higher frequency. I'll, um, I'll bless my meal in yeah. thanks for the earth and the sun and the stars and all of the people and plants and animals that came together to create nourishment for me. And that's nourishing to my soul because I'm honoring what I'm consuming and taking in. And um, the but before bed is another time, you know, if you're reflecting on your day, just reflecting on the things you're grateful for. For me, I'll tend to do that first thing in the morning, grateful for this new day honoring my connection to my soul as like, what does my soul want me to do today? I know I have a to-do list, but what is my spiritual practice for the day? Is it making sure to get my face in the sunshine, even though it's just in between the clouds and the rain and one minute I'll see it and I'll run outside and I'll literally just put my face to the sun for a few moments. And that feels like it nourishes my soul on a different level than my body or my mind. I think everything you're speaking of, Alicia, is talking about the connectivity of it all. The sun is a part of our existence, the the planet, the trees, the food. We're all connected. And that is the missing link right now in our, I feel, in our current society of thinking there's power over. And there really isn't. It's, It's a collaboration and a cooperation between us all. So showing that gratitude it's such a grounding way to say, I am part of, and I belong here, and yeah. I am important, and I'm so important that I, I'm going to start crying, that I um, deserve this time and this connection to myself. You know, I, I was just thinking, I make sure to text my lo- beloveds to to connect with my kitties to connect with my parents. Like I have all of these people in my life that I have on like my favorites and I make sure to call everybody. I want to make sure I I talk to everybody in a certain time, you know, like a time of two weeks. And I'm like, well, I got to put myself on the list. I got to like, I don't know how to do that. (laughs) Somehow just remind myself. And then there's you. Did you call yourself today, Shaw? Did you 
did you sit with yourself and have a conversation with yourself? You know, did you, it's just, this is me forgiving myself right now to all of you who are listening. And I, and I hope, um, because I, I feel very vulnerable sometimes. I feel very overwhelmed. Sometimes I think we all do with what is expected of us in this society with how we have to portray ourselves in the, in the public eye, you know, if we're, women that have families, homes, and jobs, and we have to be excellent at all of it. And ex- there's expectation and there's so much um, that distracts us from, but wait, I have to sit for 20 minutes and just clear my head or pray or exercise or you want me to go to the chiropractor? I don't have time for that. Like, So all the things we're asking you these are going to be what I call investments or deposits into your bank account because I love that. Yeah. Like I told, I know it's, it's out there, this concept, but I told you yesterday. Okay. Here's a honest moment. I called Alicia freaking out. I think it was two days ago or was it yesterday? It was Sunday. And um, I'm like, I am withdrawing more than I'm depositing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It actually shifted my concept of my physical bank account and thinking about withdrawals and deposits too. Like we do need to think of the energy input and output. And there's just so much in this culture of production and doing and outward energy that what we're saying through this episode is where can you put the inward energy that will balance that out? Yeah. We'll fuel, regenerate, recuperate. Yeah. And it's a practice of kindness. It's really choosing, you know, we have this beautiful way we want to be externally in the world and in our relationships, but are you showing yourself that kindness? Are you showing yourself that love and and cultivating the relationship that you need. And the way that I think about it is I'm always here. I know my life's purpose is here for service. I've known that I'm a healer since a very young age and I'm always here to help. And I have friends who say that too. They're like, I know it's my purpose to be of service. Okay, great. And how are you serving yourself to be that full cup so that you can give? And, And what is it that we need to do in a lighthearted, loving, sweet way and not just, oh, this is another thing on my to-do list. Right. And if we can go into the generations here, if if you are a listener who has children, demonstrating this for your children is such a beautiful thing to say. Yes. You're not going, I just need some space. You're saying, I'm going to take some space for myself. And you guys are not allowed to interrupt me for 20 minutes and mm-hmm. let it become normal and then let them see the result and let you feel the result. And, or whatever it is, well, mom has to go or dad has to go to their, you know, sometimes it's like, for me, it's snowboarding. I love to go snowboarding in the winter. I come back regenerated, you know, cause I spent time with the planet and the snow and, and all the beauty and, and let, let yourself create a pattern where you recognize it when you don't have it. And you're like, Oh, that really does enhance me. It really does fuel me. Um, and then yeah, like, what are the signs that you need to notice to catch yourself when yeah. you're not nourishing that part of you? 
And I think I've been pretty transparent already, but like I wanted to do this episode because I need these reminders all the time. You know, I get so caught up in my life and all the the people and relationships that I do want to please and I have obligation to please because they're paying me (laughs) that I can put myself aside so easily. And then I'm calling Alicia and freaking out. (laughs) Yeah, we all have those depleted moments and we are here for each other. We hope that you have someone that will remind you if this is that that reminder or if you can tell your loved ones to check in with you. Hey, have you taken care of yourself? What have you done for yourself today? Maybe you have a buddy like Shelby and I, you know, (laughs) call your sister friend and say, what have you done for yourself today? Are you taking good care of you? And I think of, um, actually it was an idea of mine to have a group of women that would come together, maybe just in threes, you know, scheduling, allowing, we know that there's so much busyness in the world to actually offer that space to create self-care and be like, okay, we're going to rotate through massaging each other's shoulders and doing a face mask and having a foot soak. And then everybody's getting something and receiving something and that accountability. (laughs) I'm like hugging myself over here. (laughs) Exactly. I love accountability groups and, um, it, and that's what it takes sometimes. I had a conversation with one of the moms at Cobra. I said, how are you doing? What, what are you doing to take care of yourself? And it was like three minutes and she walked away going, thank you, Shelby. That was exactly what I needed, you know? And mm-hmm. and all we did was we said, when you go to walk your dog, don't just make it, I'm walking the dog. Make it, I am walking myself and the dog, you know? <laughs> and make it intentional. And she was like, holy crap. So while we're talking about our relationship with just you, lean into your friends and lean into each other and and support each other and and or make a list for yourself. If you just want to make a big vision board list of what are the things I could do for self-care and do it in body, do it in mind, do it in soul, do it in the three categories we laid out. Because I don't know if you guys are bullet list people. It helps me. Some people don't do lists at all, but... When I've written it down and I'm able to look at that and go, oh, yeah, I haven't done that in a year. Holy crap. I have a client that puts a reminder on their phone. They even have an app for this where you can put a little random reminder. It'll come up a different time every day to remind you to have a perspective of self-care or to take five minutes to go do some deep breathing and connect with nature, whatever your thing is, that might be the the quick, easy thing that at any point throughout the day, if you get the alarm on your phone, it just goes off to remind you, you know, we have, we want to use technology for the benefit and not just let it be a burden. You know, it's, it can be a tool. So hopefully this has given you some tools and ideas and support. (laughs) That's what we're hoping for as we need it from each other. (laughs) Shelby and I are, definitely that support for each other. And we're here for you as support as well. Was there anything you wanted to close with? Any final words? Well, of course, yes. I haven't said anything about gymnastics, Alicia. So I have this (laughs) hilarious, it's so sweet. But when I choreograph beam routines, we choreograph breath. And I'm like, okay, you're going to do your turn, your pose and breathe. And then handstand, 
pose and dismount, you know, but it's, and I've watched it work, Alicia. These little girls are eight years old, nine years old, and they're like, (gasps) (laughs) part of the routine. I love it. You got to fit that in there. And that's what I'm talking about. Like I choreograph routines all the time. and, And then here I am struggling for my own routine. And I'm like, Shelby, like, this is where I want to say to everybody who's listening, you, you already know the answers. You just have to kind of shift. You're brilliant. We're all so brilliant. We just have to take it from one perspective and go, wait a minute. I already know how to do this. I just have to do it for myself. So I'm going to leave you guys with that and myself with that. <laughs> Mm-hmm. there's my clothes thank you everybody for wonderful listening. <laughs> yes thanks for listening thanks for being with us reach out anytime we love to hear your feedback and questions and love to formulate episodes around how we can help you more awesome take care